Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. Welcome once again to Madam Perry Salon, the podcast that loves you. I am your host, your spiritual guide, and your groove mistress, Madam Perry. But you can call me Jan, Jennifer, JP. I'm just happy to have you here and happy that you still um, are are subscribing and you are uh, downloading and, and sending me very nice messages and leaving reviews on what is it, Stitcher, Apple iTunes, and other podcast platforms, letting me know how much you like the shows. And you know what? One of the things that really makes me happy is that, you know, of course I want to bring you different types of um, information, entertainment, but one of the things people say often, and I like this, is that they say, or you say, you like the fact that I might have some famous people that you whose books you bought, whose movies you've seen, or television shows you've seen, or that you've seen in concert, as well as people whom you've never heard of that you like, and you become a new fan or uh, learn something new. And I really, really like that, too, because that's what I intend. You know some things you know, some things you don't, but we can all... Um, just just to be enriched. So I'm very, very fortunate. But because you listen and because you share with your friends, you subscribe uh, either here on Blog Talk Radio or Podbean, Apple iTunes, Stitcher, whatever is your favorite podcast platform, uh, that's what helps me to be able to continue to bring you fantastic guests. And don't forget, um, we've got... A, a, you know, I try to continue uh, to keep up with uh, sharing on all of my social media information about my guests, how to find them, if they sell something, how to find their product, if they're if they're um, how to, how to find their websites or get information for them. But also, people had asked me again about the um, I think someone saw uh, the magic pants and Adam Glassman's column in Oprah, and yes, that's from Franny Goldie. Songwriter, songwriter for people like uh, written hits for Selena, Pussycat Dolls, the, the Commodores. Um, but she has a clothing company, and if you go to uh, the website F R A N N E G O L D E, that's FrannyGoldie.com, and to purchase the uh, magic pants that, that Adam Glassman shows in Oprah Magazine or on The View or anything, just go there, and when you shop, uh, put MPS for Madam Perry Salon in as your code, and Franny's going to make sure you get a nice discount. So, um, so for everybody asking me that, I will continue to post that again just to make sure everybody knows where the website is. And let's see, we've got so much cool stuff coming up. Oh, um, in the next month, uh, writer um, writer of dark fiction Tommy B. Smith is coming back. He was on I think year before last, and. Uh, a guy named Joe Milliken, rock journalist, you may know, but he has written a book about 
Benjamin Orr. Benjamin Orr was the bassist and one of the co-founders and uh, co-lead singers of the band The Cars. And I think he's saying, who's going to drive you home tonight? Well, Joe wrote the biography of Benjamin Orr, and he will be on here. I think it's Sunday the 10th. So, yeah, definitely want to check that out. And lots of other cool people come up, too, but you can always go on to uh, Madam Perry Salon on Facebook and find out who's coming up next. And I'll try to be much, much better about keeping up with who's coming and when. But listen, tonight is one of our favorites. I know because not only is this guest one of my favorites, but you keep telling me she's one of your favorites too. So how to describe? She's an actress. She's a pharmacist. And she's got your prescription for a damaged relationship as well as every as well as many other situations in your life. This woman is dynamic. Uh, she's a motivational speaker, author of Freedom is Your Birthright, uh, which provides tips on how to heal from past wounds and relationships and move forward with your partner. And, of course, I'm talking about Dr. Drayvon James. Dr. James, welcome back to Madam Perry Salon. Oh, it's so wonderful to be back, and thank you for such a warm introduction. It's always great to be here. We, I am thrilled. I am thrilled. I always know it's going to be a good show when you're here, and I always know people are going to make sure that I know that they felt it was a good show, too, and they got a lot, uh, a lot of good information and a lot of good help from you, good advice. Now, oh, good, good, good. I put one of your clips up from uh, when you were on uh, from one of your scenes on The Wire, the HBO show, where you play two different characters. So I had put that up on uh, social media last week. <laughs> it's like it is so good. Um, and I I don't know how you do everything you do, but you certainly do set an example for me. I'll tell you. And oh, you're uh, so but, kind. <laughs> But as as a pharmacist, you've got all kinds of prescription for us, and they don't always come in a pill bottle or need uh, need insurance, right? You've written the book uh, Everyday uh, Freedom is Your Birthright. You're called the Everyday Peacemaker. So tonight, I understand you're going to talk to us, give us a prescription for a damaged relationship. So where do we begin? Relationships, you know, everybody knows relationships are hard work. And I don't know, maybe today it seems even more difficult because there's so much, um, there's so, uh, people can get all kind of bad stuff and, and misinformation from social media or pass it on. And I'm saying this because I do a lot of work on television shows that are the court shows. Okay, yeah. And I see a lot of things that people tell in the story where there wouldn't have been a problem if there hadn't been a doggone cell phone and somebody sending a picture or a certain message. So <laughs> but let me just quit right now and you talk to us. Well, I'm I'm actually so excited to talk about relationships in this, pla- uh, this platform and any other platform because I know, and most people know, they really think about this, that relationships are the cornerstone. They're the foundation of everything that we want in our life. Right, you want a job advancement or a career advancement or to to get more business in your own business relationships, right? You want more money relationships. You want to improve your health, probably a relationship with self, right? Taking better care of self, um, acknowledging and paying attention to your stress levels, all that things. And I do a whole talk on stress as well, but 
relationships are really where it's at. This whole life's journey is one relationship after another relationship after another relationship. And in fact, on my own talk show today, I had someone on who was talking about the same thing, relationships. And uh, it's just everywhere. We can't, we can't escape it. And a lot of times I think people get discouraged because they, we have what we call relationship failures. You know, what's going on here? And then we get into this loop sometimes, many of us, where you realize that, oh, my gosh, I am now repeating scenarios in different with different people. It's like the players have changed, but the scenarios and the scenes are the same. We, we've all been there. It's like, really? I've been here before. I've had this relationship challenge before. So I believe that, of course, if you're in a toxic relationship and you need to, in your spirit and your gut is telling you to make a separation, then, of course, you need to do that. But there are times when remedies for a damaged relationship are the appropriate uh, mode of action. This is the restoration, is to figure out how we can repair this damaged relationship. And it could mean repair and change, or it could mean repair and go along the course we have been going. So I'm so excited to talk about ways that we can do that because, my goodness, we are living in a society where everyone's so busy and we're all focused externally, aren't we? We're thinking about, you know, what has to happen at the job, what's happening in politics, what's going on with, you know, uh, anything else, but what's going on with us internally often takes a back seat if it gets any attention at all. It definitely does not get first prize priority in our life. And I would say first and foremost, if we want to repair any damaged relationship, we have to look at the flagship relationship, the the earthly flagship relationship, and that is the relationship with ourselves. What is it that we feel about ourselves that we don't talk about? You know, how can we look ourselves straight in the eyes and say, I absolutely love you? You know, despite it doesn't matter what your accomplishments are, it doesn't matter what people are saying about you, it doesn't matter how much proof they got that, you know, whatever they're saying, And I absolutely love you. I love you when you do your best. I love you when you fall short. I just absolutely love you. And we have to be able to say that to ourselves about ourselves. we got to get to that place. Well, that makes perfect sense. I don't think we, I don't, we think, think that we think that way. But you're exactly right because I guess we carry, you know, we carry our own baggage and our own shortcomings and let it influence things or or our mis, um, how hard we can be on ourselves and carry it to a situation. But so much, I think sometimes people seem to have a hard time when they have is a problem in a relationship, whether it's a romantic one or friendship or whatever situation, uh, some other kind of family relationship. Sometimes people don't know. Well, when do you say I've put in so much time and stay or I've put in a lot of time, but it's time to leave? When do you know that something is the best yeah. way to? Well, this is what I say honestly to, to myself and to anyone you know else is that, first of all, we, we can't bypass the love of ourselves. We've we got to love on ourselves. And we have to be clear on the things in our life that bring us to a place where we are acting in a way that we don't want to act. It's like, okay, when I'm in this particular situation, my responses are this way, and that I'm uncomfortable with that. So we have to really look at that. It's like, what's causing this? And then 
to go even deeper when I'm in this particular situation or when I'm with this particular group of people or this particular person, I feel fill in the blanks. I mm-hmm. feel fill in the blanks. So you have to really be honest about this. Like, okay, I'm noticing that when I'm in your presence, my mood dips. I don't feel as safe internally. Something, and, I, and that's not to blame the other individual. That's just to get an awareness of what, what's going on. Because, see, our, our insides, if you will, are always trying to communicate the truth of things to us. So being in that space of saying, okay, here is where I am, and I'm realizing that something energetically is off when I'm in this particular situation. Not blaming anyone. It's just something is energetically off. I need to reassess the situation. And when you do that, you say, okay, let me change something. Now, that something doesn't have to be, okay, you're removed from my life permanently, but it may very well be that's the answer, that we energetically at this phase of our development – are not producing the best energy. And so in love, making the decision to say, I am making the decision to be out of this type of communication with you. doesn't mean we won't communicate at all, but if this is an intimate relationship, we're going to, you know, change the way this relationship looks. It's no longer going to be that type of relationship. So and you, that's always a personal decision for everybody. It's different, but really it takes self-evaluation and awareness. It does not, notice I did not say that you need to evaluate the other person because you don't. You know, that's a mm-hmm. stalling technique, tech, you know, because we don't want to make a decision. So we'll spend our time trying to change the other individual. That's never the answer. Uh, that's yeah. never the answer. When, uh, <laughs> that's so true. Let me ask you this. I understand, and when I when I read your work and when I read other people's interviews, listen to other interviews of you, one of the things you tell people is the only way out is in, and if you dare some honest, bare-naked introspection with clarity, you'll find your way out of the emotional mess you're in. So we yes. say the only way out is in. Is oh, that what you yes. Ourselves in the mirror. Right, that's the only way out is in, and that is so true. And where is that? That's introspection. That's to say, you know, we so often, and I'm just going to talk about me, and then <laughs> so that way no one gets offended and says, oh, she's talking about me. So often what we do is we look, we, we try to do all this external stuff, right? We do all these exercises. Oh, you know, this is um, this about you and that about you. But we don't look at ourselves and look inwardly because here's what the ego thinks. Whenever we try to take that attention inward, the ego gets scared and says, oh, now you're going to come and attack me and you're going to find things about me that aren't lovely and you won't love me. And just the opposite. We're going leaning into the situation so that we can get to know ourselves better. Because each and every one of us is different. The things that excite one person aggravate another. And that's lovely. That's what makes all of the variety in the world, right? If it was left to Drayvon, we wouldn't even have the cell phone right now because I wouldn't have the tenacity or the patience to sit down and work with all the small little parts and all that kind of stuff. So we're all, right? we're all different, and that's wonderful. And because we're different, it doesn't mean that any one of us is less than the other. So the only way out of a 
of a challenging situation is in. This leaning in and saying, let me see myself better in this situation. That is not as easy as it sounds because our ego always wants to protect us. And it does such a poor job of it. But it really wants to protect us and have us to see nothing that's harmful. And when we don't see those things that are painful and harmful, then we don't grow and develop. We don't, and they're really not as scary as, as you know. It looks like those huge, big shadows. Remember when you were a kid, and some of us may have been afraid to have the lights out or something because we think there's this huge shadow. And you turn the lights on, and you go, "Oh, that's nothing but the little toy I left in the in the corner, casting this <laughs> huge shadow you know, that's looming over the over the ceiling." Right. So looking into ourselves, and I really challenge people every day. I started years and years ago. I think I was maybe. Oh, gosh, I was in my 20s, and I would ask um, a series of questions to myself, and I would journal them, and I got away from it, and uh, years later, I went back to it, and just asking myself, you know, how am I feeling today? What do I need today? What would make today the best day ever? And seriously answer that question. You know, we sort of laugh, well, if I hit the lottery and won a million bucks, it may make you buy some more things, but it really wouldn't make it better. The stuff that would really make it better is the stuff that doesn't have a price tag. Figure out what that is for you. That will answer a lot of questions as to whether or not this relationship is going to have any longevity in your life. Ah, okay. Yeah. It's all right. And so help me, help me differentiate or, or help me see where this blends. Um, so you, where you talk about leaning in, like the only way out is in getting to uh, um, be introspective, but also lean into conflict to strengthen a relationship. What is the difference and how do they, I'm sure they dovetail or blend in one way or another. Yes, they do. Because once, once we get to know ourselves better, right, then we realize, because the first conflict is internal. It's internal. This is a battle of not wanting to know ourselves because we don't want to deal with the duality of ourselves. So we deal with that and we we face that. Now we have external conflict and we will never, it's so dishonest in a relationship for a person to not, to not address conflict, to pretend like, oh, you know, this is not bothering me and it is, or this is okay and it's not. Right, is dishonest for the other person too because you don't give them a chance to correct it, or or to at least address it. So having this clear and fearless communication, clear and fearless communication. In order to do that, we must first have that internal conversation, and then know this: that if this relationship, whatever it is, what it doesn't have to be romantic, whatever it is, is meant to stay in your life, then it will endure and blossom under clear, fearless communication. It will organically grow. Now, the other thing is that, and here's the scary part for a lot of people, because, you know, we get to a place in our life where we feel that this is it. This is the one and only relationship, (laughs) you know, and we'd love for it to be that way, but if it's unhealthy, it's unhealthy, and we do have to make some different uh, decisions. But here's where people get scared of that, and they say, well, what if I 
clearly and fearlessly go into this communication piece and the other individual just doesn't respond in a way that says it's going to be longevity. The other individual responds in a way that says, okay, that's it. I would like to part ways. We have to be in a place of knowing that, one, we want, if we truly love the other individual, we want their happiness for them too. And two, no, this is not our last chance at love. This is not our last chance at a loving relationship. Just because relationships change the way that they operate doesn't mean they cannot exist in our life in some other capacity if we decide. So clear and fearless communication means leaning into that conflict. Because conflict just means that there's a situation where we believe there's lack. I believe that if I get what I want, then you can't have what you want. Mm-hmm. And that the universe is not the universe is not stingy. We may be stingy, but the universe is not stingy. There is plenty available. There's plenty of love available. There are lots of resources available. Not every relationship is meant to come to stay forever. And how we wish that was not true. But some relationships have come for a season so that we can learn, grow, and develop, and move on. That's the difficult part, I think. Very, very, you know, it even makes me sad sometimes to say it because you think to yourself, all the relationships that I have, oh, my gosh, you're trying to cling on. But when we open our hands up and we say, I freely, I freely give you permission to stay if this is the best thing for my life. And I freely give you permission to go on and find your best situation and allow me to develop my best situation. Standing in that place and knowing that I will be safe, I will be whole no matter what. You know, I've got two two things come to mind with that. First of all, yes, thanks for reminding me, and and probably not only me, that yes, the universe has got a lot more going on than sometimes we give credit for. Okay, that they can handle a lot more than we think, or more than exist in in our minds, in our limited view sometimes. But the other thing that that you um, reminded me of, just by what you were saying. Is that, and I hope that there are young, especially young men and women that hear this. Is that there were a lot of people, well, maybe well, not not a whole lot, but I mean, there were people, and I'm sure I'm not the only one. You know, when you're young and there's somebody you meet and you think that is the person, and if it breaks up, if something goes wrong, you're devastated. That's it. You're just, you know, oh, that's it. The whole world is over. There'll never be anything. You'll never be in love again. And then, believe it or not, to, and again, I know I'm not the only one. Then again, thanks to social media, maybe 20, 30 years later, they find you and you think, man, did I dodge a big bull. <laughs> Huge. When the, when the person who might have ditched, it, ditched me and broke my heart or whatever then comes back later and, I'm, and they're going, you know, I always thought we should get together. And I'm thinking, yeah, so I could have been the wife sitting home wondering where you were. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you, Goddess Universe or whomever. That was a good thing. <laughs> that, was, that didn't happen that way. So, um, yeah, you have to, we have to stop and say sometimes our blessings come in a form that we do not recognize, but they do. They really do. 
They really do. And it all comes down to trusting, doesn't it? So trusting is something that we really struggle with a lot because we really do believe that in some kind of way we may be fed the short end of the stick. But I can assure you that the universe loves us all equally in what we cannot see today. It's just like, you know, if we if, if we ever been with children and they'll say, okay, they, they can only see this little microcosm they want to spend in, I don't know, uh, the whole hour just gorging on candy, and we know that the end result of that is going to be a tummy ache or something of that nature. It's the same thing with our life. The universe says, okay, I know that you believe that this is your final chance at love or your final chance at this relationship, and if it doesn't work out, then there will be no more good things coming your way. And the universe says, I know. I know you believe that, but if you would just trust me. You learn this from here, and it's on to the next thing to learn. Now, I say all this, and I, you know, and this is, it, you know, the question was, if, you know, how do you know if the relationship is going to is uh, to go forward or if it is to just uh, dissolve? But there are some things. Sometimes you will decide, well, you know, let me let me put forth the the process of doing what's necessary to repair the the relationship. And one of the things we talked about was making sure that we do have this clear and fearless communication and leaning in to the conflict, leaning into the internal and external conflict as it were. But there's also, you know, once we do that, we may find that we're not as perfect as we thought we were. That there mm. are, and you know, if we really look at ourselves, and we we'll still love ourselves, we still have to love ourselves, even when we discover that, oh wow, there are some things in my processing of information that I now could see how they could be confusing or offensive, or clingy, or that seem to be unloving. And then once we do sort source that out in ourselves to go forward and take responsibility for one, acknowledging that that's something that we see in ourselves, and taking responsibility for actions towards change. Towards change. Because even if this relationship goes further or dissolves, we really want to improve for selfish reasons. Because once we improve that part of ourselves, we improve not only this one relationship, but the relationship itself and every other relationship that we develop. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, okay, I see that. By the way, let me just stop right now and say, if you are listening live tonight, October 28, 2019, and it's 8.26 p.m. Eastern Time, which I think is what, almost 5.30 where you are on the West Coast, Dr. James? No, I'm on the East Coast as well. Okay, good. So um, if you have a question or a comment for Dr. Drayvon James and you want to call in, the number is 646-716-9922. I know she'll be very happy to answer a question or talk with anyone. She always is. So uh, 646-716-9922 is the number to call in. And also, if you're in a position and I don't know about you, Dr. James, when you were, you know, in school, but sometimes you have uh, or before you became the everyday peacemaker, but sometimes you're in a job or situation where you can't always call, but you got something to say or a question. And uh, so, folks, you can always just send me a message on Facebook, either through Gen- to Jennifer Modette Perry or through Madam Perry Salon. Just message me a question or comment for Dr. Drayvon James, and I 
we'll share that with her right away. So one of the things I want to also bring up is um, a comment, uh, one of your points here on, and I'm just going to say this and then just stop for a moment because we do have a call. Uh, it says relinquish your right to be bitter. Now I'm going to get back to that in just a second. But we do have a caller coming in here, and this is Vince from Atlanta, Georgia. Hi, Vince. Hi, and I got my mouth full, and I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm not sorry. That's okay. Did you bring anything to share with a friend? Um, unless you can get this homemade um, spinach and uh, sauce and garlic bread. Okay. And, oh, All right, you can stop. <laughs> Vince, you're making us hungry. <laughs> yeah, stop, stop. Right. I'm sorry. Hey, all right, uh, Vincent, you're talking to, uh, you know, with me and uh, Dr. Drayvon James. She's the everyday peacemaker and author of Freedom is Your Birthright. And talking, and she right now, tonight, it. she's a prescription on uh, your prescription for damaged relationships. So do you have a question or a comment? Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I have a comment, but I saw that whole, the space in between choosing to do something and then actually doing it. So I thought it was very interesting, so I figured I'd call in. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. yeah. It is. It's just an interesting thing. <laughs> yeah. So I'm so, glad, I'm so glad that you called in today. Well, you know, actually, you. We were about, I was about to ask Dr. James, uh, one of the uh, main points that she brings up, you know, like I said, she's a motivational speaker as well as an author, um, is is to, the ways to, um, to resolve or to heal a damaged relationship, whether it's romantic, personal, or whatever, uh, is to relinquish your right to be bitter. And I think that short uh, six-word sentence says a whole lot. I agree with that. Yeah. I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sometimes for me, we can be for in me, a place. Go ahead. I'm sorry, but go ahead. You're the, you're the doctor, and I no, want to no, no, hear what no. you have to say. <laughs> no, I would love to hear your 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 thoughts. Well, for me, and it is it's you know I'm we're learning every every day. I mean, the thing that happens sometimes in a relationship is people people go into it with the wrong intentions, you know, in a relationship, and people don't go in they go they don't go in giving. A lot of times, you, it's give and take. So it's giving and it's giving and getting. So a lot of people are just in it to get. So the bitterness comes from that whole entitlement thing, I find, and that whole, you know, that narcissistic struggle. Who's going to be the greater narcissist here? Who's going to be the greater manipulator? Who's got this? Who's got that? Who's weighing out? You know, and by the time you get through with all that crap, you find out the person that's more bitter is the person that went in wanting more for themselves than they were willing to give. That's it. That's my, that's my take. That's excellent. That is, I love that because you're right. If you go into any relationship thinking, well, this is, you know, whatever it is, your main objective is to get and to not to give, then you're going to be sorely mistaken or, or, or bitter by the time you get through with this relationship. Because honestly, Love in any relationship is about service. It really totally is. Totally about service. Totally. Yeah, it's about and service. Wow. 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 Right? Wow, from, wow. From, from parenthood I needed, to I needed, every relationship. Just service. Everything. I needed to hear that. 
Yeah. I really needed to hear that. I was talking to myself as well, Doc. I'm going to say this. I've been married twice, and I'm in, I, I feel like it's such a very, very loving relationship, and, um, and I'm thankful for it. But I went in trying to block out what I wanted and just get into the service because I felt like I needed to serve more. You know what I mean? I needed to, to do things that were going to be needed to be done, not just so I could get something. You know what I mean? Right, yes. So, and I, you know, that's, that's where my head is at now. I mean, you know, so, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm learning, I'm learning it too, you know, I'm learning it too. One day at a time, right? That, that's how we do this. One we, day at a time. One day at a time. One day. And I got I just made it through this day. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay. All right. Well, Vince, thank you so much for calling in and for listening. And you always bring a special uh, question or a special comment and perspective whenever you call. And he's one of our favorite regular callers. Well, I don't call in unless it's interesting. If it's interesting, that that topic there is the topic. So I appreciate it, too. And it's nice to talk to you. Okay. Oh, thank you, Vince. It was nice speaking to you, too. You're welcome. Thank you. Good night. All right. Bye-bye. All right, yeah, he's one of our favorite folks that's a regular listener. We really enjoy him. Um, What about, yeah, relinquish your right to be bitter? Because I got to say, now, my mother could hold a grudge like she was getting paid for it, okay? And as a kid, you you learn from your parents. But then I realized later on, that just made my life worse. You know, the more you hold on to something bad, it, it just to me, it seemed to kind of eat away at, you know, it just seems to take a lot of other pleasure out of your life. And I don't know where or how that finally hit me. But when it did, you know, it's like, ugh, I'm just making myself ill. Yeah. So why do we, we always think we have a right because somebody, you know, we feel like we weren't disrespected or whatever. What is it that makes us hold on to that? And how, how do you t- teach people to just let that go? Let that stuff go. Oh, I, I love it. I love that. I love that question because so many people find themselves in the position where they are holding on to things. And I get it. I have a friend who had some things happen to her in her childhood, and then she's retired now. And if she were to tell you the story, you would think that it maybe happened two or three weeks ago. And it really, uh, I. And I always say to her, you really got to get to a place because many of these stories of people that you're telling me, they have, they are no longer even alive. Right? Mm. These these people have passed on, and but and I understand that you know the stories. It it really touches me in my heart the things that you've gone through. So why why choose to hold on to these things? And and this is you know how I feel about the ego. The ego is like a two year old. And it's living inside of us, and it has it does something really good. It says, "You've been offended. You're unsafe." And, it, and it's really good at pointing out those things. So it's really, you know, kudos to the ego can do that very well. But then it goes one step further, and it, remember, it, it has the intellect of a two-year-old. It goes one step further and says, "Now, because you've been offended, I'm going to show you how to protect yourself." Now, it uh, cannot do that part. 
right? But it, one of the things it says is that we will never forget or forgive this individual because if we hold on to this energy, this energy will 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 be like a shelter. It will keep us safe. Now we know in our adult reasoning mind that that is impossible. But this ego, this two-year-old self that's inside of us, it's so powerful, so persistent, and so scared, and it's making so much noise without a lot of attention and awareness. We'll let that ego just go ahead and make all our decisions. And that's why we hang on. You find people who hang on and say, no, I am bitter, and I'm bitter to the very end, and I will never get over this. And they live in this perpetual state of anger and anxiety and fear and uh, really a space of unsafety. They feel like they're not safe anywhere. They don't trust people because this happened, this one event. The flip side, the other side of that is that forgiveness, unforgiveness only kills us. We Ah, Everything's energy. The energy of unforgiveness is heavy. Oh my gosh! Right. Mm-hmm. So it's heavy and it's and it's painful. When we forgive, we don't do it for the other person. We forgive because we say, "Oh my gosh, I refuse." Someone takes this tire off of my neck, you know, and they, we decide we put it down and we do. I can forgive. I can move on. And here is the thing I really want to share about forgiveness because it's so important in every relationship. Is each of us when we hold on to unforgiveness of another person. There really is something about us that we find to be unforgivable. Mm-hmm. Something. It, it can even be the smallest thing, but we're still, you know, oh my gosh, I hope no one finds out, you know, I, uh, whatever it is. I'm, 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 I'm inferior. I'm this. Whatever, whatever this ego is telling us about ourselves. Whatever it is. And we have to accept and embrace the, tr- the truth of us is that in this moment, we are being our best self. Okay, I've never quite heard it like that. I've never ever heard anyone put it in 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 that perspective. And so, it's taking me a moment here to absorb that. And yet, it's it's, it's sort of like having a billboard in front of me. Like, yeah, why didn't I see? That? How, how could I've never seen that? I, I want to take a moment here to let people know that um, Dr. Drayvon James, uh, the author of Freedom Is Your Birthright, um, you can. Get her book, and I'm going to say something if you don't mind. Um, looking out, you can get, of course, the book from Amazon and several other bookstores. But sometimes I'll read bits of uh, reviews of someone's book. But I thought, you know what? Sometimes just a lay person, and I'm sure there are professional uh, book reviewers that leave reviews on Amazon, but I wanted to know what uh, somebody who's not a professional book reviewer says when they put this review on there and I was looking uh, if you look on Amazon if you go to Amazon to buy freedom is your birthright you will see um, some of the things that people say who have read the book who love it one person says she lays down she the book is well written and easy to follow Dr. James's words speak to the heart she lays down the formula for attaining peace within and I cannot wait for her next offering and uh, some um, so another well, that's sweet. And see, and, and see, I feel like this is something. If it comes from somebody who's not a professional review, this is coming from the soul. You know, this is they're just putting it out there what how, what it meant to them and how they reacted to it. And uh, this and another review says, um, 
understand the difference between external and internal freedom and allow us to deal with broad issues uh, such as political, economic, and personal freedoms. And I thought, you know, this is when you know. Uh, what's another one? It says, I have read this book, and I am sure I will reread again and again. Um, when this is the kind of review that this is the average person who buys your book, it gets a gets benefit, gets insight, gets help, <clears throat> gets benefit from it in this way. That's got to make you feel that you're in the right place doing the right thing. Oh my gosh! You know, and this just hearing you say that um, it warms my heart because. And it's a tiny book. I mean, it's under 100 pages on purpose because I really wanted people to read it from cover to cover and really make it part of their uh, how they approach life because we make life a lot harder than what it has to be. And so it, it does warm my heart that it's, that it's touching the lives of other people because I do, as we're talking events, I believe that the highest form of love is service and the book serviced me as I wrote it and as I continually read it. I actually keep a copy in my in my nightstand, and I'll just open up a page and I'll just read a page, and I think, yeah, it puts me right back on track. Okay, that's it. So I'm happy that it's doing that for other people because this journey in life has so many pearls and treasures for us, and sometimes we get tripped up and we, we land on one stone and we stay there. We don't travel the whole journey like we should with a smile in our heart. Stuff happens, and there is a remedy for most of it. Yeah. If 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 we can just take the time to find it, you know, I just think that yeah. uh, there are times when sometimes though it sometimes we do feel like there's just no way out. We can get so deep as so we can get underwater. You know, it's like someone who's thinks they're drowning, but, you know, they're just a foot away from having their head above water, but you just don't feel it. You don't yeah. see it. You know, it's just your immediate situation. So, well, let and me that's when it's two. good to have something like this. Yes, go ahead. Oh, no, okay. Um, when, let's see, uh, as a motivational speaker, I want to make sure people know where to find you as well as, and and, of course, I'm going to be sharing all of Dr. James' social media uh, website, Earl, and so forth on all of my social media, both as Madam Perry Salon and as Jennifer Perry. Um, you can always go to her website, Dr. Dravon James, D-R-D-R-A-V-O-N-J-A-M-E-S.com. That's her website. Also, my dear friend Angela at Steve Allen Media, they'll certainly be happy to hook you up with uh, Dragon James. <laughs> I love Angela. And uh, yes, she's a doll. Every time I get a, every time I get see the email from from uh, Angela Steve Allen, I go, okay, this is going to be good. So uh, <laughs> yeah, take care of and also share all of your other information so people can find you. And so let me ask you this: then, while I've got a few more minutes. Dr. James, do you ever have time for acting anymore? I mean, I've shown the, I've posted the clip again. Yeah. Your wire. Oh, that was so wonderful. And yes, I am. Um, I'll be on tour uh, in the month of December. We're going to Mobile, Alabama, and I'm doing. Oh gosh, now I wish I could remember the name of the play, but I have been cast in a new production, and we'll be touring in uh, Mobile, Alabama. And I'm sorry that the name just flew out of my head. Uh, we haven't gone into rehearsals yet. We'll, we'll do that in a couple weeks. 
but yeah, I still do find time for acting, and I'm looking to do more of more of that. So I'm in a place now in my career as a pharmacist. I've been practicing pharmacy for 29 years. I'm coming from my 30th year, and I'm making my transition to do my motivational speaking full time and acting. Oh, fantastic! Well, yeah, you yeah. probably know what to say next. Then, um, you know, Mobile, you just gotta just gotta go right across here. In relation to Birmingham, I'm trying to think if it's south, south of uh, Birmingham, you just take I-20 east to get to Atlanta, and you know, we've got a lot of stuff going on, so. Oh, I know. Atlanta is like the new L.A., isn't it? (laughs) It is. You know, they used to call the L.A. the south, but I thought that was just because of our traffic, but... um, and the things we've got, I mean, when I go, and I kept reading about this, but whenever I go, whenever I'm working at Tyler Perry Studios, oh, my gosh, it is like a little village. It's like the Tyler Perry City, you know, where he's taking, he's bought Fort McPherson, and it is just amazing. It's this little city. Everything is very organized, very, um, it, it, every time I drive up there, it still excites me, you know, to be, I I haven't been there yet, but I, but it's on my list in the very near future. Oh, you've got to go. Let if you're and if you come to town, I'll be happy to go with you. But yeah, there's so much happening here, and uh, um, I, I mean, I'm pretty much as busy doing that as anything else. And so, I'm thinking, oh, Davon James, you know Atlanta needs you. We got a lot going on. <laughs> oh, well, you know what? From, from your mouth to God's ears, because that is my plan in the very near future. And, and I am just so grateful for wonderful programming like yours to be able to come on and talk about these really, really important issues, but in a very friendly, lighthearted um, way. It's, just, it's, a, it's really refreshing. Well, yes, thank you. Thank you so much. That makes me feel good because, as like I said, uh, my listeners make me feel like, uh, you know, I, I bring them information, entertainment, and so forth, and guests like you make it exciting. This is, I believe, your fourth time here, um, and I am just absolutely thrilled. Every time I talk to you, it's like, it's it's still, you know, it's like new stuff, and it's still exciting, and I know it always will be. And I want to say, um, I'll, again, uh, Dr. Dravon James, Dr. Dravon James is uh, the website. I will be sharing your social media on all of my social media, Dr. Dravon James, and I think you're fantastic. And thank you for all that you are doing to heal the earth, lady. I am so impressed oh, and grateful. Thank you. That means a lot. Thank you so very much. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.